We are joined here, another episode of the Duval Mission Podcast. As always, we are joined by the leader of the Dolphins head coach, John Galloway. Coach, a uh, sunny Tuesday afternoon here in Jacksonville as you prepare for two uh, conference uh, contests this weekend. Yeah, amazing, amazing. You know, there's only five conference games and I have two in two days. It's going to be a really exciting challenge for us, especially up in Virginia as we get to get on a bus together as a team and, and make a trip together on Easter weekend and had the opportunity to hopefully continue this momentum. But, uh, it, the, you know, I, I learned from Coach Como, who's an NLL coach, that when you have a two-game weekend, you only have one game. And that's going to be the focus right now is VMI and how well we can prepare as a team leading up into Saturday afternoon. Well, before we look ahead to this weekend, we got a recap last Saturday, a huge win for the program, first time taking down Richmond here at 13-11 at Rock Stadium. Just kind of speak about the win. I know it was obviously very emotional. We got some good sound bites and videos post-game out of you, but mm -hmm. just speak about uh, the, the result on the field. Yeah, you know, really important opportunity for us to get over the hump, you know, and there's been a lot of firsts this season, but that was a unique one because Richmond has obviously been the gold standard of our conference and we had to do we had to do something different. We had to do something uncommon to be able to to produce that result on Saturday. Uh, looking back at the film, disappointed in a lot of areas, especially at the end of the game. I thought we obviously took control at one point, I believe it was 13 to 6, uh, late in the third quarter and, and for us to relinquish that lead so quickly was a little bit concerning. So as a staff, I think we've been evaluating some of those deficiencies and how we handle certain moments of games because obviously we're hopeful as the season moves forward, we're going to be in more situations like that. Yeah, so two performances that kind of tie in. Obviously, by the time this comes out, the SOCOM Weekly Awards that come out, Teller Corpora, Colin Hinton, we swept them again. They had two great performances Saturday. We'll start with Tyler. Obviously, like most teams in the country, every team at this point in the season is kind of banged up, and so it's kind of a next man up opportunity. Tyler has been playing well. He's been starting the last couple games for us, but you know, obviously Jeremy wasn't able to play, so he kind of stepped in more of a role. Um, he explodes for a season high four goals and assists. Just kind of speak to what you were able to see out of him that led to a lot of his success on the offensive field, also offensive side. Yeah, the last two weeks we've really gotten bitten by the injury bug, specifically at the midfield, and and we've had as a staff been really evaluating the rest of our depth chart. And Tyler's been a a mainstay at the midfield since we began the season. He's been a, a huge piece of the success we had. And if you look back, each game there's been somebody else. And Tyler's Tyler's turn was at Duke with two huge goals in that game. But uh, we felt like you know Tyler's been producing, maybe not on a stat sheet, but just with that midfield. And you know when when Saturday's game came, his name was called a little bit more because I thought he knew that we just needed a little bit more production in certain areas of the field. So really, really proud of him. How hard he played, the ways in which he scored his goals. I mean, he provided us a, a spark that we needed without Jeremy out there. And and then somebody else is going to have to do it this weekend. And, you know, we're going to have two games. So who's going to be that guy who's who's able to step up and make plays uh, on the road? Because uh, I think for us to continue our offensive success, we need everybody. We need all pieces of the puzzle to be contributing. And could that be our attack? I hope so. I think we need to get our attack more involved here in the next three games. But uh, it could be the next guy up in the midfield. I thought Ibrahim Pio gave us good minutes. Brendan McKenna and Tom Heed were fantastic. Marshall McGuire had another really solid game and, and then obviously our knowns like Jack Dolan uh, continue to, to you know be such key cogs in, in how our offense runs which is really unselfishly. And so talking about Colin you know he's been tasked with guarding you could argue two of the best players the last two weeks Asher Nolting and Dalton Young and, and he wins defensive player of the week he's he's had a great season and, and maybe it's overshined by some of the you know, offensive production and stuff like that. But for him, he's been a, a solid stalemate on defensive end. 
What have, what have you kind of been able to see out of him the last couple of weeks? He's rise to the occasion, and it's rewarding with these weekly awards. Yeah, I think it's just finally getting the recognition. If you look back to our out-of-conference slate and who he covered, you know, you, you talk about some of the best attackmen in the country, Brendan O'Neill and Connor DeSimone at Hopkins and, you know, uh, Brendan Dodds out at an Air Force who's having a huge year and, and Colin was able to really keep quiet. You, you look back and you realize, wow, this guy's, this guy's putting together an All-American year. And uh, unfortunately for defense, you really have to watch the game to recognize it uh, because you can't look at a stat sheet. And, and really, you have to look at the opponent's stat sheet. And if you look at holding Asher to a goal, holding uh, Dalton Young to a goal this past weekend, you start to realize, wow, what his impact has been uh, on the defensive side and how that's allowed us to be successful on game days. So let's look ahead to this weekend. A nice Easter weekend in Virginia. You start with VMI on Saturday. Um, VMI, they sit it. They're kind of with what feels like every team in the conference right now, one and one in conference play. They got the win against Mercer. You know, just kind of speak to what we're going to see Saturday up there at VMI. Yeah, they had a huge win against Mercer at their place. VMI is just a unique place to play. It's a military institution. It's a long drive. It's a it's their home field advantage, and we have to be able to come out and and really provide just great juice and energy in the first quarter. That's our challenge to our team this week. And, and to grow individually and collectively as a team has been you know, some of the common messaging, but uh, they are a military institution. Anytime you play guys like this, they never quit. They continue to put their foot on the gas regardless of what the score is. Uh, it was a one goal game last year in the third quarter when we played VMI here. Uh, so we have to be able to uh, handle our business specifically on the defensive end. I think their offense provides a lot of different weapons. I think they're athletic at the midfield. They're skilled at the attack. They're good in the goal right now. So we're going to have our work cut out for us on Saturday. And uh, how we respond to the adversity of traveling and the adversity of getting up early and playing this game is going to be another challenge, another test for this team. And uh, it's a huge one because right now where they are in the conference, they, they kind of are in the driver's seat in terms of being able to, to play in the conference tournament with that Mercer win. And uh, you know we want to make sure that we put our best foot forward against any conference opponent. Uh, another quick turnaround again. You play Hampton on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Uh, you know, I think we might be the only game in the conference on Sunday. Um, just kind of speak to what we're going to see out of Hampton. I know they're still looking for their first win, but you can't overlook anyone. You know, they're zero and zero going into the game. So just speak to what we're going to see Sunday. Yeah, we'll start to, you know, as a coaching staff, we'll start to do our pre-work prep for Hampton and, and, and focus on being able to educate our guys Saturday night after the VMI game. But I'll tell you this, they're really, really good at the face-off X. Yeah, that's a strength of theirs. Uh, they're batting at about a 50% against a really tough schedule and uh, against a lot of conference opponents. So we're going to have our work cut out for us at the X to be able to earn possessions. And I think Chaz is doing a great job. I mean, Chaz, his energy, his experience at the professional level, his experience playing in the Ivy League, he's going to bring a whole different perspective to that program. And and, um, you know, just like any young coaching staff, I remember, you know, our, our team being 0-7 that my first year and just seeing the growth. And I'm sure that's what Chaz is seeing right now within his program and waiting for that first domino to fall. And, you know, we got to be we got to be buttoned up on a quick turnaround to be able to handle, um, you know, playing at their place on Easter Sunday with plenty of distractions, how we handle our business come this weekend. This weekend, it's a unique schedule. Obviously, it's our second one of the year, kind of doing the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. He did it with Colorado out there against Air Force and Denver. What were you guys able to kind of learn as either a staff or your players on a team in terms of that back-to-back? I know you do it every every year, you know, and but what do you think the guys were able to learn in terms of like how we prepare during the week, how we, you know, recovery, all the quick turnaround, everything like that. What were you guys able to learn on that Colorado swing that you can use going to this weekend? 
Yeah, I think we got to be really thoughtful about the, our guys' bodies. You know, at this point in the season, especially with some of the injuries we've had, we got to be really thoughtful for our conditioning and, and how we handle some contact drills and, and what we're doing in our practice plans. And uh, we gave a handful of guys a, a vet rest day yesterday, which we thought was really important. So, you know, you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to get your legs back and, and Wednesday to be able to implement the game plan. Um, we have to be able to, on Saturday night, flip the switch. I think that's something we learned out in Denver is the ability to put a game to bed quickly take hit the reset button and prepare for the next opponent and you know you're essentially cramming you know five days worth of preparation into about five hours before they get to bed and and you got to sleep well i mean that's it's a unique thing it's a simple simple concept but you know we have to play this game get on a bus drive three hours and, and then get our guys to bed and you know if we can get a good night of sleep going into sunday and prepare as much as we can mentally uh, the physical thing is going to have to be uh, you know, a, a maturity maturity decision we make on Sunday afternoon that, hey, we're willing to be a little sore and, and play this game with great fundamental sound uh, clarity and what our game plan is and, and hopefully execute as we as we get out of there on Sunday afternoon. Looking ahead, the, the overall landscape of the season, I know we're not halfway through conference play yet, but, you know, we sit here middle of April, we're three weeks away from the conference tournament. You know, there's a lot of teams right now. Obviously, we're kind of in the driver's seat at 2-0, but then you look, you've got High Point, Richmond, VMI, Mercer, all there kind of log jammed at 1-1. One one. Just kind of speak to the importance of, obviously, you've got to take every day important as we the season winds down, but, you know, every game is so important right now because there's just so many teams that are all right there within within distance of you guys. Yeah, you know, it's it's the price of admission to play in May. You know, I, I spoke to the team about that a little bit yesterday, but it is not easy. There's going to be a lot of seasons that are over in about three weeks across the country, and you have to earn the right to be able to continue the season with this team, and, and that happens every week. You have to pay the toll every week, and this Saturday is an opportunity for us to put ourselves in the driver's seat of, of making sure we get more time together, and then Sunday is an opportunity to, to hopefully elevate where we are in that, that time. So I, I just think that... You know, when you look at the records, it's so easy to get excited about where you are, but you have to be willing to look forward to where you want to go and then what you're willing to do to grow. And that's why we're using that word so much is growth happens still at the end of the season. Growth happens in April. Uh, growth could happen in May. And how much are we willing to put in and the limited time that we're on the field to make sure that we are becoming a better team and we are growing, again, individually and collectively as a whole. Well, before we wrap up and flip it over to our guest here, Coach, anything you'd like to add from the last week going ahead into this weekend? Uh a unique holiday weekend you get to play on Easter anything you'd like to add here no I'm really really proud of how our guys responded this Saturday and you know specifically the defensive unit I thought Jack he Jordan Young Gordon Ogden were some of uh, some of the better performers on Saturday that will often go overlooked just because of the stat sheet and uh, we again we have a lot of areas to address we have a lot of deficiencies still in this team but that excites us the fact that there's more meat on the bone for this team there's more opportunity to grow uh, we're gonna get back to work tomorrow afternoon feeling like uh, you know, there's still some potential left uh, with this with this locker room. Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for Coach Galloway's segment here. We flip it to our guests. We talk about that keyword growth. We get to some superlatives and wrap it up. As always, Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks. We are now joined on the Duval Mission podcast by redshirt senior Jack Lukovic. Jack, how's everything going today? Everything's going great. You know, it's a nice little day off, but everyone's getting in, getting some rehab. Just getting ready for Saturday. So. Yeah, big weekend ahead. You know, you got two matchups. Um, you know, obviously you guys have kind of been through the gauntlet schedule-wise this year, um, and you've kind of, you've battled some injuries, correct? So obviously you're, you're still coming back from that. 
You know, what are you guys trying to get out of this weekend? Obviously, two conference games, two one, you know, you can't take, it doesn't matter who you're playing, anyone in the country. Anytime you can play someone in the conference, it's, it's a meaningful matchup for sure. Yeah, absolutely. VMI has a great team this year. They already beat Mercer, and so we're not going to overlook them. We still have a big weekend ahead of us, and we're just going to take it a game at a time. And even though I've been hurt, it's really easy to kind of take a little backseat and help out those guys like Maxwell, Obama, and Jack Dolan, who you know are going to show up every day. Yeah, and, and obviously for some of the guys on this trip that, that played the previous weekend, you played back-to-backs out there in Colorado. You know, kind of what's been the message this week? You know, were you guys able to learn anything from that trip that you can use going ahead to this weekend? Whether it's, you know, your preparation throughout the week, your recovery, how you're doing treatment, anything like that. You know, has it been a conversation, a topic in the locker room or from coaches? Yeah, so a big word that we've been talking about this week is uh, growth. And so the idea behind that is where are we right now and what do we want to look like in May? So right now we're t- 10 and 2, we're looking good, but how much better can we get rather than kind of pumping the brakes and just letting the rest of the season ride out? We really wanted to see where we can go from here because I think we have a lot more to offer rather than what we've already showed. Yeah, so let's look ahead, go back in time. Let's look past this past weekend. You played Richmond, first ever win in program history against them. You know, it was obviously a great atmosphere out here at Rock Stadium. You know, just kind of what was the feeling post-game in the locker room? Obviously, we got some sound bites and some videos and everything out. It looked, you know, amazing to say the least. But mm-hmm. as a player, from that perspective, you know, just how rewarding was that victory set? No, yeah, that video- victory was insane. That was one of the better victories. I, I'm, g- I'm definitely going to remember for the rest of my life that was something else. And it was just a good opportunity for us to take the time and recognize where are we right now. Richmond, that's a great team. They just came off a huge win against UVA, who at the time was two or three in the country, depending on which uh, poll you're looking at. But that win was really something else that kind of gave us even more light into what we're going to look like later down in the season and going into the SoCon playoffs. And you just mentioned it, you know, not to look too far ahead, but, you know, the SoCon tournament is three weeks from this weekend. It's, it, it feels far away. It's going to come quicker than it feels. You know, obviously the, the, the end-all goal is to, to win a SoCon championship, but outside of that, what are you guys looking to grow on the next three weeks, whether it's on the field, off the field, as you guys prepare for May 5th and 7th up there at High Point? So for one, is going to be getting all the guys healthy. It's been a long season so far, and it's going to be a good opportunity to get maybe a guy like Jack Dolan, who's been taking every rep, or Troy Hedinger, give them a little bit less reps and kind of limit what they're doing so then when we go to play they're ready to go and just not even thinking about just the SOCON we kind of in the past have been oh just win the SOCON now it's this is a team that could be playing in late May and Memorial Day weekend so that's really just been a talk of conversation between everybody in the locker room and in the film room and out on the field of not just oh we just want to win the SOCON we want to go as deep in this tournament as possible. So looking off the field, a little lighter side here. We've done it with some some previous guests. I think we did it with Nathan Kaplas. Some superlatives for the team, if you will. So my first question would be, in the locker room, let's say you've got a big test. You've got to get a 95% or your life's on the line. What? Who is taking that test for you? Who is the bookworm in the locker room that you can say, hey, I can get an A out of this guy? Well, for me right now, just being a senior and engineer, there's not too many yeah, engineers. So but with you honestly, being an yeah, major, not Seth Hogue. Seth Hogue is the guy, though. He's oh, every time you're in the locker room before a, even a 6:55 practice, 
he'll be on his computer making sure he's everything ready to go for the day. Seth Hogue is uh, he's one of those guys that you know if you're in some trouble, he's coming for you. He's gonna help you out. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought of that, but I'm, I'm like engineering major. Not too many candidates. In no, the Seth Hogue. Even though he's younger than me, he's still he's still a bookworm. He knows what he's doing, and he's he's a grinder. It's a good problem to have. Who is the uh, who's the neat freak on the team? Is there anyone on the team that something on the ground in the locker room, their locker's spotless? Is there anyone on that team that's a, a germaphobe, a neat freak, anything like that? I think uh, in the locker room, I think everyone's just trying to take care of because you'll hear from one of the coaches or from one of the captains if your locker's looking a little messy on that part. But not too many. Maybe uh, Manny Brown's my uh, locker mate, and he's always got a pretty cleaned up locker, always ready to go. Never anything out of sorts, so I'd say maybe him. Okay, okay. Who on the team? We had Luke Milliken on, and Luke Milliken mm -hmm. said his one of his hobbies, talents, was cooking. So who on the team? I don't know what you guys are doing. Is there is there a guy on the team that's maybe the self-proclaimed best cook? I know uh, Danny May and Cujo and Matt Pounder, those guys that live in the Enclave, they have an Instagram account. They're always posting and sending to the team what they're cooking for that night. And they are pretty good cooks. Those three are really nice. Last one before we end on more of a serious topic. I can't remember who I asked this one to. It might have been Max, and Max Max was still fresh. He didn't know mm -hmm. who to answer. Yeah. If, you had to pick, if you're in a street fight, which obviously we hope never happens, you've got to pick one teammate to be on your side to go against the other guys. Who do you want on your side? Easily, number one draft pick, Dixon Smith. That guy would jump on a grenade for anybody on this team. He would show up at any time, anywhere, ready to go. Awesome, awesome. Well, as we kind of close here on more of a serious topic, you've got two matchups this weekend. We've kind of alluded to it. What are your keys or what does Jacksonville need to do to come out of this weekend with two conference wins? I think just not overlooking our opponents, being able to when we go out on the field, take every rep like it's our last and just preparing like it is going to be the SOCON championship out there on Saturday. And then just being able to turn around for that Sunday and just know this is another good opponent. We just have to take them just as seriously as we would if it's the last two minutes of the SOCON finals. So Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. That's going to do it for this episode of the Do Well Mission podcast. As always, like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts and join us next week. We'll recap the Easter weekend Virginia road trip here, and we look ahead to the regular season finale against Mercer.